This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 197 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1993. Big Wave Daves premiered on CBS on August 9, 1993 at 9.30 p.m., a stellar cast in a loser series. Three friends, played by Adam Arkin, Patrick Breen, and David Morse, move to Hawaii on a whim and open a surf shop. Arkin's TV wife, played by Jane Kaczmarek, decides to tag along at the last moment. The whole thing goes as well as you would expect. An older surfer named Jack Lord, he worked on Hawaii Five-0 as an extra and changed his name, comes into the shop to hang out. He's played by Kurtwood Smith. We covered Adam Arkin on episode 83 for Busting Loose, Patrick Breen on episode 152 for Just In Time, and we'll cover Jane Kaczmarek and Kurtwood Smith when we get to their better-known sitcom work. This was David Morse's only major comedic role. He's far better known as a dramatic actor. He got his start on the stage in regional theater, moving on to Broadway's The Seafarer, The Iceman Cometh, with a Tony Nom, and How I Learned to Drive, with a Tony Nom, and wins for Obie, Drama League, Drama Desk, and the Lucille Lortel Award. His films include Inside Moves, Desperate Hours, The Good Son, Twelve Monkeys, The Rock, The Long Kiss Goodnight, Contact, The Green Mile with a Sag Nom, Proof of Life, The Hurt Locker, World War Z, Concussion, and Thank You for Your Service. He may be best known for his long run as a regular on St. Elsewhere, with other runs on Hack, House with an Emmy Nom, John Adams with an Emmy Nom, Treme, Outsiders, Blindspot, and The Chair. Big Wave Dave's was more of a ripple, six episodes and out. Found an episode on YouTube, actually better documented than most failed sitcoms at the time. The opening is a version of Blue Hawaii. The writing is very good. The show's creators come from MASH, Cheers, and The Simpsons. It's actually reminiscent of Wings. Arkin's character keeps blowing his top, which gets him in trouble with a cop. The Boys premiered on CBS on August 20th, 1993 at 9 p.m., not to be confused with the current ultra-violent superhero series. A young writer and his wife, Christopher Maloney and Isabella Hoffman, move from New York City to Seattle and befriend older neighbors played by Ned Beatty, John Harkins, and Richard Venture. Beatty's TV wife was played by Doris Roberts. We covered Chris Maloney on episode 170 for The Finelli Boys, Isabella Hoffman on episode 153 for Dear John, Ned Beatty on episode 85 for Sisnick, John Harkins on episode 76 for Doc, and Doris Roberts on episode 95 for Angie. 
Richard Venture was a longtime character actor with 116 IMDb roles. Films include All the President's Men, Airport 77, Looking for Mr. Goodbar, The Onion Field, Looker, Heartbreak Ridge, Navy Seals, Scent of a Woman, Courage Under Fire, and TV's Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, Falcon Crest, Sarah, Street Hawk, The Days and Nights of Molly Dodd, and Law and Order. Venture passed in 2017. The Boys was another flop, running six episodes with one more never aired. With such a generic name, I had no luck finding an episode online. In this windy city, toddling town, I looked all over, finally found a kindly place, a comfy space in the building. We've got some creatures in heaven. The Building premiered on CBS on August 20th, 1993 at 9.30 p.m. The first sitcom from David Letterman's Worldwide Pants shingle and created by the show's star, Bonnie Hunt. She plays a commercial actress who was jilted by her fiancé, George Clooney, as she moves back to her Chicago home and gets an apartment. There she deals with her wacky neighbors. Holly, a loud buddy, Holly Wartell. Finley, a firefighter-slash-bartender, Michael G. Haggerty. Big Tony, a crass guy, Richard Coleman. Brad, an unemployed journalist, Don Lake and Stan, his roommate, Tom Virtue. Bonnie Hunt got her start as an oncology nurse in the early 80s and tried improv comedy on the side. She would eventually join The Second City. In 1988, she auditioned for a role in the film Rain Man during her lunch break and got the gig. Her other films include the Beethoven franchise, Dave, Jumanji, Jerry Maguire, A Bug's Life, voice work, The Green Mile, a SAG nomination, Monsters, Inc., voice work, The Cheaper by the Dozen franchise, Cars, voice work, and The Toy Story franchise, voice work. On TV, she had no less than three starring sitcom roles, including this one, which was the first. There's also Bonnie and Life with Bonnie, with two Golden Globe nominations, as well as Grand, Davis Rules, Sophia the First, voice work, Escape at Danamora, and Monsters at Work, voice work. Hunt also had an eponymous daytime talk show in the late 2000s, earning two daytime Emmy noms. Holly Wartell is a frequent collaborator with Bonnie Hunt. They worked together at Second City, as did much of the building's cast. Films include the Beethoven franchise, Junior, and Return to Me, with roles on all three of Hunt's sitcoms. She was also a writer on Hunt's talk show. Michael G. Haggerty is another Second City alum, known for a thick Chicago accent. Films include Dr. Detroit, Brewster's Millions, Nothing in Common, Overboard, Dick Tracy, V.I. Warshawski, Wayne's World, Stewart Saves His Family, Speed 2, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, with roles on TV's The George Carlin Show, The Home Court, Friends as Mr. Traeger, Lucky Louie, and Somebody Somewhere. Haggerty had 116 IMDb acting roles. He passed in 2022. Richard Coleman also worked at Second City, along with a lot of regional theater work. Films include Parenthood and In the Hive, with many TV roles, including Adventures in Wonderland and a ton of guest work. Don Lake was also from the Second City and has been a frequent collaborator with Hunt. He was born in Canada and was a member of the Second City Touring Company there. Lake was a writer and producer on Life with Bonnie and her talk show. 
He's also a familiar face in the Christopher Guest films, Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, For Your Consideration, along with films Police Academy, Short Circuit 2, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Almost Heroes, and Zootopia, doing voice work, along with TV's The Dave Thomas Comedy Show, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, voice work, Super Dave, Daredevil for Hire, voice work, Bonnie, Super Dave, Pepper Ann, voice work, Watching Ellie, Life with Bonnie, Pup Academy, and Space Force. Tom Virtue is a longtime character actor with 230 IMDb roles so far. His film work includes Transformers, Dark of the Moon, Iron Man 3, and Green Book, with regular or recurring TV roles on Bonnie, Star Trek Voyager, Even Stevens, as told by Ginger, voice work, The Comeback, Days of Our Lives, and The Secret Life of the American Teenager. The building had a five-episode summer run with one episode never aired. The show had a very theatrical feel, to the point where minor mistakes and forgotten lines were left in. Letterman, again, it's from his production company, appeared in a cameo. Most of the cast would reunite two years later for the Bonnie Hunt show. Found the entire series in a single YouTube video. The opening theme is sung by the cast with shots of them in Chicago. The wisecracks flow thick and fast, with characters talking over each other. There's a lot of improv, which makes sense, There's also pathos, a lot to fit into a first episode. We've made it to the show that launched a thousand single buddies hanging out and hooking up programs. No, not that one. Living Single premiered on Fox on August 22, 1993 at 8.30 p.m. It's set in a Brooklyn brownstone with an African-American cast. Khadija James, Queen Latifah, is the publisher of an indie magazine with roommate-slash-receptionist Sinclair James, Kim Coles, who's also an aspiring actress. The other roomie is Regine Hunter, Kim Fields, who is a childhood friend of James. James' BFF is Maxine Max Felice Shaw, Erica Alexander, an attorney who hangs out at the apartment. Across the way, there's Kyle Barker, T.C. Carson, a stockbroker and on-and-off love interest for Max. His roommate is Overton O.B. Wakefield-Jones, John Henton, the co-owner and handyman of the apartment building, and Sinclair's sweetheart. When O.B. and Sinclair move in together late in the show's run, Ronnie DeSantos, Idelis DeLeon, a New York City DJ, moves in as a new roommate. We covered Kim Fields on episode 88 for Baby I'm Back and Erica Alexander on episode 123 for That Pudding Guys show. Queen Latifah, a.k.a. Dana Elaine Jones, got into hip-hop in the late 80s, quickly moving from a crew to solo work. Come Into My House slash Ladies First hit number 7 on the U.S. dance charts in 1990. She became an influential artist, making multiple albums and earning a Grammy. Starting in 1991, she added acting to her resume in films Jungle Fever, House Party 2, Set It Off, Sphere, The Bone Collector, Chicago, with Oscar, BAFTA, and Golden Globe noms, and a SAG win, Bringing Down the House, Taxi, Beauty Shop, The Ice Age Franchise, 
Hairspray, Last Holiday, Girls Trip, and TV's Single Ladies and Star. She's currently the lead on the Equalizer reboot. She also won an Emmy and a Golden Globe for TV movies. By the 2000s, her music had transitioned mostly to soul and jazz standards with the Dana Owens album. In 2006, Latifah was the first hip-hop artist to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. In 2021, she publicly acknowledged she was a lesbian after decades of speculation. Last year, Latifah received the Kennedy Center Honors. Kim Cole had already been a regular on comedy variety series In Living Color prior to this series. She would go on to The Gina Davis Show, Ten Items or Less, The Soul Man, and Days of Our Lives. She received four Image nominations, three for In Living Color. T.C. Carson became a recurring actor on Living Single in the final season due to issues with the writers. He referred to it as a firing. Carson had just come off of the show Key West. He went on to mostly voice work. Dan Dare, Pilot of the Future, Star Wars Clone Wars as Mace Windu, EverQuest, God of War as Kratos, Unreal Tournament, Mortal Kombat, Bioshock Infinite, Saints Row, and then in terms of live action, there was Last Call and The Gaze, No Homo. John Henton started as a stand-up out of Cleveland and wound up on Carson, which led to this series and The Hughleys. A 2000 auto accident badly deformed his face and then brought his career to an abrupt end. Idalius de Leon is much better known as a host than an actor. She was a member of girl group Seduction, getting a top 10 hit for Two to Make It Right in 1989. This led to work as an entertainment reporter for Access Hollywood and Extra. She also hosted an MTV countdown show in the mid-90s. Films include Ride and Man of the Year, as well as TV's The Invisible Man and Six Feet Under. Living Single was a hit, at least in terms of 1990s Fox, running for five seasons. It never cracked the top 50 in terms of ratings, but was number one in terms of the African-American audience. Critics compared it to that other show about friends hanging out, which came out a year later, and some argue the latter series heavily borrowed from this one. However, the characters on Living Single were far better off financially, at least to start. Both shows were produced by the same studio, Warner Brothers, but were treated very differently. It was never promoted as much, and only the first season made it to DVD. The latter seasons were made available as Manufacturer on Demand. There's also comparisons as a black designing women, although I think that's more of a stretch. The most apt comparison is from series creator Yvette Lee Bowser, who loosely based the characters on those from A Different World, which she helped produce. The show was popular enough to generate crossovers with short-run series The Crew and Half and Half. There was even a reunion special in 2008. Living Single bounced around syndication, going through USA, Logo TV, BET, Oxygen, TV One, MTV Two, Bounce, WCIU, and VH1. It originally streamed on Hulu and can now be found on Max, which is where I watched an episode. The R&B opening shows the cast, the gals do some gossiping, there's applause breaks and wooing, and there's wisecracks aplenty. It really does have a friendly vibe. Kyle gets a promotion, but he's not sure that it's for him. One of his perks is an automatic door closer, which doesn't age well. The second storyline is about the girls and painting in the nude. (laughs) 
1993 sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe by your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.